guys. Hello, this is Hannah, and I am so excited to welcome you into something new that I'm doing, which is a podcast and a website, each called Rorschach Your Reality. Rorschach was famous for his ink blot test, this idea that we could take something as innocuous as a blot of ink on a piece of paper and that every human would create a story or attach a meaning or see something that revealed something about their own beliefs and their internal life. So Rorschach Your Reality is about examining some of our inner beliefs, thinking about some of our assumptions and our understanding of the world and the way that we perceive things, and then maybe taking those apart a little bit, thinking about where they came from and thinking about the stories we create for ourselves and maybe even reframing and reshaping and telling a new story. So that's my big goal. That's what I'm thinking about. That's what's on my mind. That's why I wanted to create this. I'm so honored that you're here. I'm so honored that you're listening. So let's go ahead and get started. So many of us came into 2019 feeling like we're ready for change, we're ready to grow, like, you know, this is going to be our year. Um, And we were really pumped up about it, which I love. But then my question would be, like, how many of us feel like that's happening for us, right? And we are going into the last week of February. So there's literally 12 months, and one of them is long gone. And we're wrapping up on the second one. So just something to think about. Um, if you feel like you're, you're doing everything the same and nothing has changed for you, and you know maybe that means you're working that job that you hated all of last year and kept talking about how you were going to leave, you're going to find something better, but then it just hasn't happened. Or you're in that relationship that you know is a dead end. Or you're making choices about your health that you swore was going to be so different this year, right? Because this was your year. This is 2019. This is when it's going to happen. Except, like, it's not happening. And hasn't happened and the honest truth is you need to get real with yourself about if it's going to happen and if you know deep down inside that you want it to happen and you need it to happen and you're looking for change and you're looking for growth and it matters to you that this year isn't just like the other years um okay well what's going to change Right, And I wanted to talk about that a little bit because I know that for me, in 2018, I was feeling a little bit down. I was frustrated with different things. Um, I was teaching and I was feeling really burnt out. And I knew that at the, at the end of the second semester, um, we ended school in June I was just really tired. I was burned out. I was so glad the school year was done. And I had told myself that like I was going to look for other jobs, that I needed to do something different, um, just for my own emotional well-being, right? Love teaching, love teachers, love the idea, just like for me personally, at least right now, just wasn't working, right? So like I knew that. And then I got into summer, and I was like, oh, I'm going to get so rested. I'm going to get so rejuvenated. And then I started to tell myself that like next year was going to be different and, you know, oh, it wasn't going to be so stressful. This was going to change. That was going to change. Maybe it wasn't even as bad as I remembered. So I just like did my summer thing and came back to school and knew like fairly quickly 
shouldn't have come back to school, right? Um, like, I'm, I am genuinely tired. My burnout is for real. It was not just something that, you know, eight weeks off in the summer was going to solve for me. So I came back. And during that semester, I felt like I was just really digging in. Um, I was going to counseling once a week and really just processing through what is it that I'm wanting for my life and like why is that not happening, right? Because I feel like I had this string of jobs that have been bad situations. Um, My husband and I lived right outside of Dallas for five years and we had moved to Dallas for his job. So he came and he was already all set up. Um, We needed me to be working. Like, we were not in a place to be a one-income family at all. Um, So, you know, I I put out my resume. I had a lot of group home experiences from college. Got hired in as, like, essentially a home health aide. And it was really bad. (laughs) My supervisor situation was awful. Like, it was just a bad situation. Okay. So keep looking around. I had a criminal justice degree. I was like, I'm going to do loss prevention. I might really like that. I got in. I liked like the the main boss guy, um, but the kind of more um, shift supervisor type people, I guess we'll call them. Um, it was a rough situation. And I was starting to feel like, is it me? But also like I'm not being treated fairly. This is, it's just really funky with drama, people looking over your shoulder, rumors, the way people are working together. Even if all that was perfect, I don't like what I'm doing. Um, like it just wasn't a good situation. And that's when I had, before we moved to Dallas, I'd been looking into teaching and I was like, you know what? I want to do that. Got my teaching degree, loved my first year of teaching. Um, just had some personal conflicts that like it was just a strain after that, whether that's student behavior, some parent behavior, um, administrative pressure, testing pressure, drama with other teachers, not that I was necessarily like a part of, but that was like affecting me um, and just affecting the work environment. Um, So just a struggle, right? Struggle, struggle, struggle. And I just felt exhausted. I felt burned out. I felt overwhelmed. I felt underappreciated, undervalued, underutilized. Like it was really rough, but I had felt that way the entire teaching year before and I knew it was bad. And I had gotten into the summer knowing I was exhausted and burnt out and in a bad situation. And then I went back right in August of 2018. Like, why? What was I thinking? Um, Change is hard. I just didn't make it happen. I told myself it would get better. I told myself it wasn't that bad. I basically just ignored my inner intuition and my inner sense of what's right for me and what I wanted. And I told myself, like, this is good enough. This is good enough for you. This is going to be fine. You can make it. You can do it, right? And I very much had a mindset of like, oh, well, I can get through. I need the insurance benefits. We need this paycheck. I need the security. I, at least, you know, the devil you know is better than the devil you don't. So I'm going to just keep commiserating with my other coworkers who feel similar. And I'm going to just keep hanging in there. And and like, I, I just um, came to this place with my counselor you know, where I was like talking about it and just feeling like I have, I've sought positions that I thought I would enjoy 
but I also have had a tendency to shortchange myself, right? To shoot low, to have lower paying jobs or jobs that are notorious for people being underappreciated or undervalued and overworked. Um, I back myself in a corner and then I tell myself it's okay. It's normal. It's not that big of a deal. I can handle it. I can manage it. I, you know, if I just take a mental health day, if I just push through, if I just keep trying, fake it till I make it, put a smile on. And like, I just reached this point where I was like, you know what though? This isn't okay. I am not going to live like this anymore. This is not acceptable. I refuse to accept this for myself. I'm worth more than this. I know I can have a better quality life than this. I know things can be better than this. And I am sick of just getting by and being miserable, right? And so I started this process of recognizing that I was worth more, truly believing and knowing that I was not going to put up with this anymore. And I started looking for positions and I was not just looking for what's the next position where I can scrape by or make enough dollars per hour that everything will be fine um, or, you know, that we can continue. Like, what do I want for myself and how am I going to make that happen? And I was in the middle of that process and really like digging into that when my husband actually got offered a job in Arizona. So kind of a little bit unexpectedly, all of a sudden we were moving and uh, we moved December 31st, uh, so got here uh, January uh, 2nd is when we started kind of moving in. And on one hand, it was crazy freeing because I, I was able to just leave that job and like, okay, bye, right? I'm leaving, I'm starting over. We get to Arizona and like, wow, you know, the world is my oyster. I can do anything, but I'm not doing anything yet. And I mean, I do need to make money. Like, I can't just like, you know, make a career of Netflix specials or something. Um, plus, that wouldn't make me happier or fulfill me either. So I started looking around. I knew that I had wanted to be a virtual assistant. I knew that the idea of working from home was highly appealing to me and that I have a great personality for it in terms of like, I'm really motivated. Um, I get things done. I don't need someone kind of standing over me. I'm very introverted. It does not bother me to be home alone, right? Like I don't necessarily feel like I need the social elements of work. Not that I don't enjoy them. And I do look for other ways to, to have some social life, but... Like, I just knew, like, this is my chance. And so I reached out to a coach who does uh, some virtual assistant coaching. Uh, shout out to Katie Kidd uh, in the Laptop Freedom Program. Um, reached out to her. She sent me some information. I was super excited about it. And we started the application process and did the interview. And, like, I just had this sense of, like, this is right for me. I know this is what I'm supposed to do. And yeah, there was a cost to the program. No, it was not money I had like in my pocket asking to be spent on a virtual assistant course. Um, but I knew this was right for me. And so I talked to my husband and we found a way to make it work. And I signed up. And kind of in that time, I realized that I had reached out to Katie um, a year ago. Like I had a message from December of 2017 when I was at my job, 
hating it, feeling burnt out, feeling tired, feeling exhausted. I had reached out for information and she sent me information and I didn't do anything with it. And then a year and some change, right? Because December 2018 is when I was like, oh my gosh, I'm leaving my job. We're moving. January 2019, I reached out to her. Um, So just over a year and I've started the program and I've started getting clients and doing the work and being in the program and I am loving it. I feel like I'm just in my groove. I'm enjoying discovery calls and interviews and learning so much online stuff and different programs and connecting with people. The community online is amazing. Um, you know, uh, uniting with these other women who are encouraging, who are uplifting, all that good stuff. And what I really kind of, <laughs> uh, one of my big takeaways though, is that if I hadn't been in an internal place where I recognize I am worth more than this, I am capable of more than this, I can live a bigger life than this, we probably would have moved to Arizona and I would have been a total repeat of what I had done when we moved to Dallas. I would have found any job that paid, you know, 13 bucks an hour just so I was making some money. And then I would have started hunting for the next job that made a little more. Or I would have jumped into full-time teaching even though I knew that I was burnt out on it. You know, like it would have just been like, we have to make money and so I'm gonna like literally whatever, do anything. And I know that there's positions in places where like, yes, right. You have to have money. And, um, I was really fortunate in that when I left teaching, part of the, the way that you get paid for 12 months out of the year as a teacher is that they hold aside part of every paycheck that you make. And then that's how you get paid over the summer. Cause Obviously, you don't work over the summer, but you still get paychecks. So when we moved here, all of the money that they had held aside from the first semester that I would have gotten paid over the summer got paid out to me in a lump sum. So I was able to, you know, that lump sum, not like it was the kind of money you get rich off of, um, but it was like, that'll, that'll tide us over for two months. I can start getting clients. I can start making money. And yeah, we could have used that money for other stuff. Yeah, I could have just like picked up a job, you know, for 12 bucks an hour and put 40 hours a week into doing something to say that I'm doing something to say that I'm making money because that's what you're supposed to be doing. But I've been doing that. You guys, I I did that for the last five years and I'm sick of feeling burnt out and tired and overwhelmed. And I genuinely believe that me reaching an internal place of saying this is not acceptable to me. I will not live like this. I value myself more highly than this is the reason these things have fallen into place in my life, right? Like if I had stayed in that mindset of like, this is what you have to do. This is what you have to do. You know, lots of people have jobs they don't like. It doesn't matter. You have to, you have to do it. You have to keep working. Is it 12 bucks an hour? Whatever, who cares? Does it suck your soul out of your body? At least you're making some money. And if I had stayed in that like really self-limiting mindset, I would still be doing that. And I wouldn't have time for my laptop freedom program or my virtual assistant stuff because I would be commuting and working this other job and feeling tired and feeling burned out and feeling like when I am home, I don't have time to dig into this other extra stuff. You know, just life is too much. So I would just really encourage you, if you are in that place where 
like this was supposed to be your year, but so far it's the same old year that you lived last year and maybe the year before and you're tired and you're burned out and you just want to believe that there's more, sit down with yourself and really evaluate what are you worth? What are your goals, dreams, hopes, desires for yourself? And understand that they are achievable, right? And understand that you are attracting into your life what you're putting out there. And if you know that it's hopeless and you're going to work at some dead-end job until you die, I mean, yeah, you probably are because that's what you're kind of deciding for yourself. Um, but, But making the decision that it's not acceptable and I will find a way out and there is something better for me and there is something more for me and I choose to find it and live it, it gives you all the power back, right? So happy 2019. Um, Good luck jumping into this last uh, week of February. And I love y'all. Thank you so much for listening with me. And I hope you heard something that you enjoyed, maybe something that will inspire you to click play on the next episode. And I would love if you shared with your friends. I would love if you subscribed on iTunes or Google Play or whatever it is you're listening from. And, of course, I would love if you left a review. I really value your thoughts. I would love to connect with you more. You can find me over on my website, www.rorschachyourreality or on Instagram, at Rorschach Your Reality. Facebook's the same name, same game. Uh, So look me up, find me wherever it is you like to spend your time, and let's connect.